Marcia slides it around the rim. He's got Eichel, top of the left circle, closing in. He shoots, he scores! Jack Eichel, power play goal! Because one hour isn't enough, we welcome you back for hour number two of the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Watt looks up, taps it back, Dodonov in the middle, he shoots, he scores! Jubilation! Vegas in overtime! Watt sets up Dodonov! Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios and live at lbsportsnetwork.com with your hosts Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Getting to it, hour number two, and we're into overtime number one in the NCAA Frozen Four semifinal between Denver University Pioneers and the Michigan Wolverines. 2-2 as they play in the back half of the fourth period. We are following this one with great interest because of the play of Brennan Brisson, the first rounder for the Vegas Golden Knights, uh, who is uh, playing for the University of Michigan, trying to get to the championship game. So many of these players had the chance to go uh, professional last year. Like It is a stacked Michigan hockey team. Huge uh, favorites uh, to win the NCAA uh, Men's Hockey Championship. They were not able to compete in the NCAA tournament a year ago because of a positive COVID test. They all came back and wanted to get one big run at this thing. And they are right now one goal away from reaching the national final just had a two-on-one actually uh hughes uh one of the hughes brothers the next one uh kept and, and shot it uh, on on a two-on-one but uh but there's there's a lot going on Brisson, uh, does he turn pro uh if, if they are not fortunate to win this game uh, there's a chance he's he turns pro uh this weekend uh with the with the vegas golden knights or the henderson silver knights uh it, it can happen that fast uh own power like the the, the first overall pick uh, for the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, if, if they win this game, then he turns pro Sunday. If they lose this game, he turns pro tonight or tomorrow. Uh, there's, uh, there's a few yeah. uh, uh, planes uh, lined up uh, ready to bring some of these athletes uh, to Matty Beneers. Uh, he's, he's ready to turn pro. There's, there's a lot of players that we'll see in the National Hockey League participating in this game tonight uh, that we'll see in the National Hockey League next week. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right, and uh, it'll be interesting. I, I think the the big thing right now, obviously for for Michigan, is uh, you don't want to waste this opportunity. You're you're within one goal uh, of getting to the to the finals, so you've got to find a way to dig deep. And uh, we'll see. Uh, it's fun to kind of have uh, playoff overtime hockey going. Yeah. It, it it's NCAA like for sure, and and this is great. But like it, it just kind of gets you ready and excited for the NHL playoffs overtime. Nothing better. And uh, for so many players on both sides, we're talking their last uh, NCAA game. And so that uh, emotional potential uh, is right there uh, if you're on the wrong side of that bounce. We'll keep you up to date. uh, What's happening between Brennan Brisson's Michigan Wolverines and the Denver Pioneers. Uh, We also want to talk uh, a little bit about uh, what happened last night at T-Mobile Arena and the Vancouver Canucks uh, able to uh, pull away from the Vegas Golden Knights and score five unanswered goals after Jack Eichel opened the scoring. And there's a a lot uh, said post-game. There was a lot uh, that was left there to just uh, soak in 
uh, and most of that came from Pete Board. Uh, I thought Braden McNabb and Jack Eichel were were really good given the difficult circumstances. Mm-hmm. I guess I, yeah. I I saw something in Jack and heard something in Jack that I I just uh, I loved. But uh, let's start with Pete DeBoer. And uh, in, I don't know whether we can play two in a row, uh, Chapman, or not, uh, whether you've got that ability. But let's play uh, cut number nine and ten uh, back-to-back if we can. You, know, you just want to flush it. I mean, uh, nothing really good to say. We got what we deserved. I didn't think we gave ourselves a chance to win that game, you know, right from the first period, the way the, the game started. And, uh, yeah, it's disappointing. But... Um, you know, we've played some pretty good hockey lately, and we've got to rebound here quickly. We knew we weren't going to win every game the rest of the way in, so uh, we dropped an opportunity tonight. We've got to get back and make sure we get this back on track on Saturday. For sure, that was an issue, but so so was 10 other things. We didn't exit. We didn't enter. We didn't, you know, we, we didn't do anything well tonight. It was uh, a disappointing result disappointing performance uh, for the Vegas School of the Knights given uh, what the uh, opportunity was facing a Vancouver team that was right on the ropes of, uh, of playoff contention and the the Vegas School of the Knights uh, didn't respond uh, although they had won five in a row coming into last night so keep that into perspective Jack Eichel was was talked about it and uh, was asked about uh, the game and uh, he said that the, that it was Vancouver who controlled the pace yeah, no, I mean, I thought they forechecked well. You know, they obviously put a lot of pressure on us. I don't think our breakouts were clean. Um, you know, it, it just as a five-man unit, I felt like we were, you know, kind of chasing it a little bit. And, yeah, usually when, when we're playing really well, we're breaking the puck out clean, coming to neutral zone clean. And, you know, that turns into our O zone. And, um, you know, everything starts in your own zone. And, um, you know, just as a, as a five-man unit, you know, we, we, weren't, we weren't good enough breaking it out tonight. And, um you know, they they have some skilled players. You can't give them second and third opportunities in our own zone. And, um, you know, I'm sure that was one of the one of the stories of the game. And the other side story to this is, well, Vegas is a point out, and it's a tense situation. This is as close as Jack's been to a playoff spot. And I thought it was interesting yeah. when somebody asked him last night, Ryan, if he's enjoying this situation, and, and I want you to play off what he said about that question. Yeah, I mean, it's enjoyable, you know, being able to, uh, you know, compete again, I guess, more than anything, you know, just playing hockey. You know, it hasn't uh, hasn't been something that I've done a whole lot in the last two years. So, you know, it's just been enjoyable to be out there every night and preparing every day for the next game. You know, it's just you're in the rhythm of the season and, uh, you know, I enjoy that a lot. So, you know, it's been fun. And, you know, the games that mean things, um, you know, there's just that extra layer of, you know, intensity and desperation. And, you know, we didn't have that tonight. Uh, you know, we didn't have our best tonight by any means. And, you know, it showed. We just, you know, we just got smoked. But, you know, turn around and, you know, need a good effort here. And, um, but, yeah, it's been it's been enjoyable trying to, you know, help our team and uh, just being back playing hockey. That's one of the best answers I've ever heard, Ryan. <laughs> it is. Like, yeah, it he, he covered all, everything. We got smoked. Uh, it's a lot. It's a lot of fun, <laughs> and we got to win games. And we got to be better than we were tonight. Yeah, I mean, you you kind of get everything that you needed out of that answer from Jack Eichel, right? You, you get the the individual. Yes, this is fun. This is enjoyable. I get to be an NHL player. This is a a playoff race. 
I'm glad that I'm back after missing so much time and I'm competing hasn't happened for me over the course of two years. And then it's immediate transition to this game was terrible. We weren't good enough. We didn't do enough well. And this is what we have to do moving forward. I think that you got everything that you could have ever asked for from uh, from an answer to one question there from Jack Eichel. And and, and very um, even keel. Because Jack can bring it. Uh, when when he wants to, when he feels like uh, things might require it, uh, there's a, there's an emotional side, there's a passionate side, there's a pointed side uh, to Jack Eichel, and I like that. Uh, as long as it's fair, uh, I, I I certainly appreciate it when when an athlete uh, pushes back uh, to 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 some of my questions uh, over the years. Uh, uh, some if I'm being a jerk, then. Uh, then I certainly <laughs> deserve it. Or if they're being a jerk, uh, I don't appreciate it. But if it's yeah. a fair question and it's a hard question and uh, and you push back a little bit, that's that that's good. But that last night, that was a, that's about as straight laced, even keel answer to uh, love and life and being in a tense situation as you're going to get. Yeah, it was really matter of fact. It was. Um, but not harsh, right? Like, no, no, I think no. That there's kind of a. That's the part that I was I was it, impressed with. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it was it was just as straightforward an answer as you're going to get, and I think that that's that's impressive for a player that was the best player for his team in a five-one blowout loss, right? Like yeah. there's there's so much opportunity and so much room, and I think especially with that question, right? Like. Are you enjoying this race after a game where you lose five to one to come through with an answer where you're you're you know you're you're able to compartmentalize all the emotions of where you're at, what the last two years have been like, what this this moment is after this game? Uh, it, it was incredibly well done there from Jack. I don't know whether who uh, who asked that question. I, I can't remember, but it was David Shane. Oh, was it? Good. Yes. Good. Uh, good on him for asking it. I wouldn't have asked the, at, at that time. Because I yeah. would be too afraid that I'm going to get my head bit off. Like I, I'd ask that question <laughs> tomorrow. I'd ask the question sure. today. Uh, but after loss, I, pro- I would not have asked that question. He got a great answer out of that. Uh, so yeah. so uh, good on him. Uh, and uh, acknowledge that it was uh, David Shane. Thank you for that, uh, Chris Chapman. Uh, Braden McNabb was also at the podium last night and uh, talked about uh, taking uh, that game last night, crumpling it up into a ball and getting rid of it. Yeah, pretty easy. It wasn't our game. Um, you know, Jack, you know, said it perfectly. It's it's a game that we lost. We didn't have our best, and, you know, we're in playoff mode. You, you lose a game in the playoffs, you can't dwell on that. You, you know, flush it, and, you know, we got a big game against Arizona. That That's where you go. You, you turn the page. The experience of these players, having gone to the conference final or the third round uh, the last couple of years, that that experience is going to be big Saturday night uh, against Arizona. Wouldn't it be great if they could go out and just light it up and have some fun and and, and be able to enjoy that game? I don't know whether it'll happen. Uh, Arizona uh, certainly uh, isn't uh, even close to being the team that they were at the start of the year, uh, with due to injury and and a few players uh, that that aren't part of the uh, the team having been traded. Although they do still have Phil, uh, but it'd be great if they could get some confidence and bounce right back uh, with a big performance uh, on Saturday. Uh, but you got you got the the different sides of the uh, the equation about the the emotion. The coach wasn't happy. 
Uh, mm-hmm. Here's Pete DeBoer, one final one, just just summing it up because he got a few questions and, and he continued to go down the same path and. <laughs> And it was it was difficult because some of the uh, some of the queries were about pointing out individual things, and and he just he wasn't happy with anything, was he? Yeah, you know, well, I mean, they they were really good. We we were awful. I can't put this any other way. We were awful net front. We were awful on breakouts. We were awful <laughs> everywhere. You know, I, I you know I I can't uh, I can't tell you it was one thing. We we were no good. So we're gonna we're gonna flush it and move on and get ready for Saturday. Uh, plumbing uh, got a workout last night, and the Vegas Golden Knights will try to come back against Arizona on Saturday. It, it, are you able to to turn the page on things? And I know sports are different, uh-huh. uh, but at times they're even more emotional, so I think it's even more difficult to get rid of something that's uh, uh, a bad taste. Uh, how, how would you be in this situation? So I dwell a lot. Yeah. I, I I don't like to. It's not something dweller. that I'm necessarily proud of, but I am a dweller for sure. Um, I there are there are seasons in my life where I'm incredibly easygoing, and it's a lot easier for me to kind of turn the page on something that's frustrating or or move beyond something that irritates me. Uh, but then there are other seasons, and it's typically coinciding with the hockey season, um, <laughs> where I I can't I can't simply just kind of move on from things especially overwhelmed right yeah yeah exactly you know you come you you have to try your best to compartmentalize but like just today in general like i i had a moment where there were things that were going on outside of just this job that i could chapman was a pain in the butt for you Uh, well in fairness it it had nothing to do with chapman can we blame him anyway but we blame him anyway, and yeah. sometimes that helps, and and that's why we're we're mean to Chapman on the show. But mm-hmm. uh, no, like in all in all seriousness, like it. That's I think as as humans, like that's one of the hardest things in the world to do is to just put something out of your mind that either irritates you or bothers you or kind of reminds you of a performance that you had that wasn't good enough. And so these athletes, this is their job. Yeah, and and they have to the flip the switch. That's the part that impresses me the most. Like when I see an athlete after uh, a bad game, poor result, uh, uh, a goaltender, defenseman, uh, a couple of minuses, a forward that uh, hasn't scored in five and had a couple of good looks and didn't put it in, and I run into them the next day, and we're not talking like quite Q and A in the the media where I just I just run into them uh, in a hallway somewhere, and and they're happy go lucky, and they Mm -hmm. they're. And I'm always amazed that they they're able to turn that page. Now it's it's probably eating them up inside, but I wear it. You wear it. Uh, uh, a lot of us wear it, and that that's the most uh, uh, not the skill, not the shots, not the drive and determination, but the ability to turn pages uh, mm-hmm. in, from from performances will always be. The thing that I admire most about uh, professional athletes in, in being able to do that. And that's what we expect them to do on Saturday against the uh, Arizona Coyotes. We have two pairs of tickets to give away. Yeah, we do. Two pairs of tickets. Let's do one pair right now, 
and one pair during one-timers. If you want to go see the Vegas Golden Knights bounce back against the Arizona Coyotes, not a guarantee, read the uh, the legal documentation, <laughs> uh, but you want to see the uh, Vegas Golden Knights uh, bounce back against the Arizona Coyotes on Saturday, be caller. I'm going to go caller number 19, just a little Riley Smith love for us right now. At 702-876-1340, 702-876-1340, caller number 19. Be nice to Chapman, and uh, and uh, you will be going to the Golden Knights and the Arizona Coyotes on Saturday. And we'll give away two more tickets, one more set, uh, during one-timers in uh, a little bit as we inch our way towards uh, Saturday. Uh, update for you. We have a winner in the Frozen Four semifinal men's ice hockey tournament yep. between Denver and Michigan. Yep. It's over in overtime. Mm-hmm. Who won? Denver. That is a shocking result. <laughs> An- another another rebound goal, but that's a shocking result. I, I didn't have Denver uh, winning this uh, this game. I thought it was uh, fait complete that, uh, that the Michigan Wolverines uh, were a team of destiny and would find a way to score e- enough goals. And they they came up uh, a little short. And they trailed throughout the game, one nothing, 2-1, and then in overtime lose 3-2. It was Michigan who had a couple of glorious chances uh, in the extra session, unable to put it home. Uh, but uh, Brandon Brisson and the Michigan Wolverines fall, and now we'll wait and see. Uh, what the next step is for the uh, Vegas Golden Knights first rounder and the the great uh, power play specialist, uh, the Olympian in Brandon Brisson, uh, part of what like he loses the heartbreaking shootout in the Olympics in the quarterfinal, and uh, and now in the NCAA uh, semifinal, he's been right there in a couple of huge stages. Uh, so the experience will be awesome, but uh, this this one will 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 hurt uh, Brandon and company. And talk about having to turn the page. Like if all these guys turn yep. pro, like we expect them uh, to. Uh, no official announcement uh, from Brennan Brisson, but uh, you're, you're turning a page and uh, you're going right at it uh, uh, in the next couple of days. I mean, all I'm saying here is that Brendan Brisson was planning on playing on Saturday. So yeah. Oh, you. So you're saying you're saying those tickets uh, between Arizona and Vegas could have a little bit extra special. I don't know whether he goes in that fast, even if he does turn pro. <laughs> But, but that would be that one was, heck of a story. A joke. Yeah, that would yeah. be a, a heck of a fun story for uh, uh, for Brandon and company. There's a, there's an interview up on uh, VegasGoldenKnights.com, uh, and it's uh, it's uh, an interview between Ashley Vice and Brandon from earlier this week. Uh, just looking ahead to this uh, championship, uh, give it a listen, uh, c- uh, click and. Uh, and you'll understand a little bit more about uh, Brendan Brisson. But we remember we had him on the show uh, before the Olympic mm-hmm. Games, and uh, he's just uh, he's a fun, fun kid. Yeah, no, I, I mean, he's got he's he's got that confidence, right? And and I think you know it, that's going to be the thing that propels him forward. Obviously, his shot it, it's it's fantastic. It's all about growth. It's all about development. It's all about you know kind of maximizing your next step, but. Uh, he's he's a good kid with a good head on his shoulders, and I think that, you know, you're in a position right now with a very depleted lineup where you turn pro, you give yourself a chance. Who knows what can happen down the stretch? Now to last night's game involving Vegas and Vancouver. We owe you a game rating. 
You see what I do? That them with the pepper. You see what I do with the pepper? The people, the people, they want the pepper. All right, they want the pepper. Oh, Christopher, bell pepper. That's all I gotta say. Flush it. Terrible. Bell pepper. That's it. That's all you want to say. I mean, what else can I say? I mean, like, Pete, Pete the, said it's your, all. It's the first time you got to open your mic all but, show. And by, you just, by, by, bell by the way, uh, I, I got a text message from. Detective David with the uh, Las Vegas Metro Police Department, and he told me that uh, he can make sure that I don't uh, cause you guys any more problems. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, I got, I got a text That's message from, from a detective with the Las Vegas Metro so Police So he's throwing you in the clink? Yeah, he said he said he can make it so I don't cause you guys any more problems. Well, don't <laughs> tell him not to send that to you. Send it to me. Oh, okay. I'll have to. Yeah, give him my number. <laughs> But, yeah, it's a bell pepper. It's terrible. Like Pete said, they were awful in pretty much every aspect of the game. I didn't even feel like even when they went up one nothing that they were playing well. Um, so, and look, you, you move on, and hopefully we get a little bit better than a bell pepper on Saturday. Wow. I knew you were going to say more. I, th- I, I knew. Yeah, I was, that's why I was quiet. Because <laughs> I knew he couldn't do it. Yeah. Couldn't just uh, yeah. sit. So, bell pepper. Ryan Wallace, it's it, it, it's kind of like one or the other. So, kind of know where yeah, you're going. I mean, you know exactly where I'm going. It's a bell pepper. Um, they weren't good. Uh, when you when your coach um, is four or five questions deep into his post game press conference, and when there's another question about an individual aspect of the game, and he just starts laughing. And says, "There's, there's really nothing more. Like I, I cannot. We played the clip. I cannot make it any simpler. We were awful. That gives you everything you need to know. It's mm-hmm. a bell pepper. Interesting that they did it uh, like laughingly, jokingly, <laughs> with a, with a bit of <laughs> bit of humor, and yeah. and that's the outward view that we get uh, from Pete DeBoer. Sure." It, it's almost like he's he's putting that out there because if he doesn't, it's gonna be there's gonna be a whole different uh, dialogue. Uh, like when you're having a bad day and and, and um, your kids come to you and they ask you about uh, something and and you gotta you, you can't let it affect that, and you're happy go lucky. But in, in in eventually your kid will say, "Are you really okay? Uh, oh, bye, Nate. Have a good day." Nate had uh, Nate, our boss, you has Denver winning the national championship, so uh, he may oh. have just won our our bracket pool uh, there. There it is. Congratulations uh, to to Nate. I always like to congratulate the bosses and make sure that uh, that they're fully taken care of and know that they have my full support. That's also being a kiss up. Still in the room. Kiss up? No, no, he's gone now. But oh, okay. uh, but I think he knows I'm a kiss up anyway. Uh, that, that we regard. all know there. Uh, Emma Kaplan, did you see what she just uh, tweeted out? Uh, no, I did not. Uh, can, can we leave game ratings? Game ratings brought to you by Nova Home Loans, by the way. Did you uh, give yours? Uh, uh, no, I didn't. Well, give it real quick. <laughs> okay. Uh, what was uh, Bell Pepper? Bell pe- <laughs> Listen to Chapman. Hurry up. <laughs> Hurry up with that. <laughs> well, Let's I go. Know, I want to know what Emily tweeted. Well, let's uh, uh, let's get going uh, with it. Uh, Nova Home Loans uh, bring you your uh, game uh, rating, and I want to find the tweet uh, for you uh, from Emily Kaplan. Who's just uh, had uh, a, a little bit more on what we were talking about with the, the players from Michigan and that stacked team 
mm-hmm. and the possibility that they might turn pro and how many could end up uh, turning pro. And she just uh, tweeted out, uh, per source, seven or eight Michigan players will go pro when their season ends. Uh, that was uh, before uh, things uh, went sideways for Michigan in the overtime. Uh, she uh, reported earlier, uh, all indications are that Owen Power, Buffalo, he went first overall. Uh, Kent mm-hmm. Johnson, uh, Columbus, are going to go pro. Matty Beneers likely signing with Seattle. Luke Hughes will not sign in New Jersey after Michigan's season, per sources, leaning towards returning for a sophomore year. That is interesting. Uh, no mention of Brennan Brisson. However, uh, it's uh, it's very rare that a first round pick would play three years of college hockey, and he's a sophomore and he's a first round pick. So read into that. And he also has a really high powered agent. Yeah, his dad. Um, yeah. Listen, I again. Uh, I say it half-jokingly, it's mostly tongue-in-cheek, but if you were planning to play on Saturday, you might as well turn pro. That's yeah? It. So you, if he turns pro, and we're not mm-hmm. speaking for anybody here, I, I'm just behind the Is it too big of a situation to put a guy in 36 hours, 48 hours after uh, his his college career comes to a close in, in a disappointing fashion? Yeah, 100%. It's, it's, it's too absolutely soon? too quickly. Um, but, but I, would I you think do it? that there's – if I'm Pete DeBoer, yeah. probably, right? Like if, if, I, if, I, if I get this kid into a practice and I see that shot in, in, in real time and I think it can help us win a hockey game, yeah, 100%. I'm with you. All, all these other guys are going to turn pro. They may not, like, Buffalo's not making the playoffs. Seattle's not making the playoffs. Columbus isn't making the playoffs. Uh, Vegas has that chance. What what makes it okay if they're going to jump in, even though it's less intense, as opposed mm-hmm. to Brisson? Uh, I'm with you. If it was if me. It, if it gives you. If yeah, it was me, if, if, if it was Brisson, you... I would want, I would want to play. Uh, yep. and, and, and maybe distract myself from, from what I just experienced. Uh, yeah. And uh, if, if you win, you're missing out on the party, you're missing out on all that kind of stuff because you're turn pro, you're going right in. Uh, uh, this, uh, there's no FOMO here. You, you want to distract yourself, get in, and get on to the next thing. And uh, I, think, I think on, on both sides, I, I think there's, uh, there might be a little bit of uh, an opportunity for Brennan and uh, uh, certainly uh, a need from, from the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, I'll be... I'll be um, watching this one really closely. Yeah, I mean, like, if I'm Pete DeBoer, if I'm if I'm the Golden Knights organization, and this is assuming that Brendan Brisson wants to turn pro, and yeah, and I I, I right. get the sense that that's kind of where it's at, right? Like, I, Michigan's not running it back next year with the with the with the same team with the same players. It's just not going to happen because you've got guys that are going to turn pro. Um, so, if you have a one percent chance to be better. If you if you look at that player and say he gives us a one percent chance um, to win the game more so than what we have already, yeah, I, I think you do it. Why not? Uh, game rating brought to you by Nova Home Loans. Best combination of service rates and fees. We have one timers, news and notes from around the National Hockey League, and a little golf mixed in. It's the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Yeah. 
Maybe a two-on-one. Petrangelo gets it. He shoots. He scores. It's time for one-timers. One-timers. Short-handed goal. Alex Petrangelo. Quick looks at some of the biggest stories of the day on the VGK Insider Show. One-timers brought to you by Paul Powell. Paul Powell Law. More lawyer, less fee. Uh, we're wishing and sending our best to San Jose Sharks general manager Doug Wilson. Uh, He has stepped down uh, from that post, citing a need to focus on his health. He's been battling uh, uh, away from the team for a little bit. Uh, 64-year-old's been on medical leave since November 26th. He's been the general manager of the Sharks since 2003. I love watching the old highlights of Doug uh, wheeling around that big head of hair. Uh, So we are sending him all kinds of uh, positive vibes as he, he battles away. And uh, wish him the best of luck uh, with the San Jose Sharks. Uh, Sidney Crosby will not play. He leads the team with 72 points right now. He leads the team in 72 points. Sid. Yeah. At that age. Yeah. Uh, he's not playing against the New York Islanders at MSG uh, because of a non-COVID illness. And uh, we're hearing that go uh, through a, a few teams. Vancouver r- last night. Uh, the last couple of games have have had players with non-COVID illnesses. Can can you just stop saying at that age in reference to Sidney Crosby because I, I'm a year older than Sidney Crosby hey, and that just hurts me. You're not getting any sympathy from me on that. I'm Come sorry. On. No, I, this is this is me turning that that corner though, right? Yeah. Like, there's there's a certain aspect of of when you're young and, and kind of breaking your your way into this business and you're working your way up. That yeah, like, I'm going to crush that. You've got time. You've got time. And then all yeah, of a you're sudden, you're time. like, oh, man, uh, Sidney Crosby's about to retire at some point. And I'm, I know. I still feel like I'm supposed to be young. This is Sorry. ridiculous. I don't like it. It's not. Sorry. You're I, a jerk. You get you're to my age, you think that you've already overachieved everything, that, uh, and it's all downhill <laughs> from here. And, and I, I think I'm still, like, I've got a lot to give. Like, nobody loves their job more than I do uh, with the Vegas Golden Knights. I'm the happiest I've ever been in, in uh, my professional and personal life uh, but the problem is I'm old uh, Leon Dreisaitl expected to return tonight uh, for the Oilers against the Los Angeles Kings winner winner chicken dinner let's uh, let's go that's good to have the German Gretzky back yeah yeah the uh, the German Gretzky will probably score um, a couple of goals and might be a, a dash like seven or something by the end of the game so uh, Buffalo Sabres uh, will miss the playoffs for a record 11th straight season uh, could get Owen Power oh. back though, or with well, the team. So yeah. I got this note. You you were talking about how Brisson was going to play Saturday anyway, because yeah, if, sure. if his Michigan Wolverines had won, yeah, the first round pick of the Vegas Golden Knights would have been playing on Saturday. I, yeah. I just got this note that Kale McCarr he lost in the NCAA final on Saturday, and. I think he played Monday in the playoffs, <laughs> in the playoffs for the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, that sounds like Kale McCarr. So that that's a quick turnaround. We're talking about being in a playoff drive, like trying to qualify for the playoffs. Yep. Kale McCarr did it in the Stanley Cup postseason in the mm-hmm. actual playoffs. Hi, I'm 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 with you. I I think that uh, that's a possibility for a bunch of these players. Veneers, Brisson, Power. Uh, let's uh, let's see uh, how many of them actually play this weekend. 
Again, we're not speaking for for the Golden Knights, but it'd be a heck of a introduction, wouldn't it? Like a hot lap on Saturday night. I mean, again, we're we're talking about external motivation. We're talking about getting a boost. Uh, I don't know that there's anything better than getting a kid um, their first professional game at home at T-Mobile Arena and and kind of building off of that or, or using it to your advantage. So. Um, it all depends on what Brendan Brisson wants to do. And then from there, um, if, if he gives you a chance, if you believe that he gives you a better chance to win, you got to play him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that all started with the Buffalo Sabres being eliminated. You're, you're a Sabre guy, right? Sure. Sure. I'm going to sit down with like- uh, Rick Jenneret tomorrow morning. Oh, I'm jealous. Yeah. Going to spend probably 35, 40 minutes uh, with RJ. Wow. What would you want to ask Rick Jenner at the longtime Buffalo Sabre play-by-play <laughs> announcer, the author of the Mayday, Mayday, and then like uh, yeah. just so many great, uh, amazing calls. Uh, one of the most distinct, unique play-by-play voices in, in the game. Um, so it's two things. I would actually ask him a, a question. The, the question would be um, – what what stands above everything else like what's the one thing that when when you know all is said and done you're going to recall mm-hmm. and remember your career and and this is going to be the moment that you feel like defines your career um, and then the other thing I would say is my wife is from Buffalo can you like can you record a message oh you be, do that, that would be the only two for the, uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. and, and w- one would be more important than the other obviously what he, he got a great moment the other day. Yeah. It was the, it, the only sellout of the uh, of the Buffalo Sabres season was the night yeah. that they honored Rick Jenneret. And what are they on the ice? Uh, what a cool uh, moment. And he's just so, so honest. Uh, I, I'm going to paraphrase this. They, they had a back and forth because he, he works with Rob Ray uh, when, when, yeah. when he's been calling. He's, he hasn't been working full time. Uh, Dan Dunleavy's been uh, sort of carrying 60-40 load, 70-30 kind of thing. But they, they had yeah. this exchange the other day when uh, Jennerette was working with Rob Ray. And Ray said something about uh, something happened. And he said, drunk, are you drinking up there? Or, or whatever. It's like, and and Jennerette said, it's called a hangover. And, <laughs> and then went back to calling, uh, tucked down the ice, uh, slides it to the middle. But it was just like this, this awesome and – we all get to that uh, stage where you, like you'll you'll say what's what's on your mind. That was that was a really cool one uh, the other night for Rick Jenneret. So that's uh, that's coming up in the Chirp podcast in a little bit. But I wanted to make sure it just got finalized in the last twenty minutes uh, that we're going to oh, do nice. that uh, that conversation uh, tomorrow with the longtime play-by-play voice of the Buffalo Sabers. Thank goodness they were wearing the right sweaters at the end, right? Not the slugs. Yeah, I mean, it's complicated. You're right. The slug's terrible. The buffalo head, it's grown on me since it hasn't been utilized. But um, royal blue and gold is, is what the buffalo saber should always be. Yeah, ask him what, uh, whether like the slug. Go, go through some jerseys. Uh, he had the, he called all those, those great uh, saber teams. Uh, Maple Leafs and Stars are underway. No yeah. score. But they're underway. Well, I got an update for you on the Nashville game, if you want it. Give it to me. 
The Nashville Predators and the Ottawa Senators are knotted at one with Good. under a minute left in the second period. So Ottawa may be coming through. We'll see. That would be massive. I kind of overlooked uh, Nashville when we went around uh, the games earlier. But the Predators, with their schedule and what they're, they're looking at right now, I think they could be more than Dallas, the more vulnerable team down the stretch in the wild card race. We're focused on, on Los Angeles in a top three spot in the Pacific, but uh, but when it comes to uh, the wild card, catching a, a position there, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Right now, Vegas is a point behind the Dallas Stars and a couple of back uh, of the Nashville Predators. That would be big if somehow Ottawa could uh, could do them a, a favor. Hey, who's your, who's your vote for Vesna this year? Uh, Shesterkin? It's Igor Shesterkin, yeah. Okay. Just oh, one thing. There, there hasn't, no, there just hasn't been a lot said about it. I mean, Jeremy Swayman has had uh, an awesome rookie year. Uh, yeah. I don't know whether he's going to be in the mix for that. Uh, he should be uh, when it when it comes to uh, playing goal. Uh, Jacob Markstrom has been brilliant uh, for, the, for the Calgary Flames. Uh, he's been uh, what they sort of expected him to be last year. Uh, I, I think Vasilevsky doesn't get enough, even though he, he's looked at as the best goaltender. He almost suffers from the Connor effect or the Gretzky effect, <laughs> where uh, if, if you're not far and away the best, then they don't consider you having the, the best season. And what, what he's been doing again for Tampa uh, after back-to-back -back championships and still in there, for a home ice playoff spot, uh, if they can rally down the stretch, I think he should uh, should get some nod. And Freddie Anderson uh, with the uh, with the Carolina Hurricanes. So it's uh, it's not as wide open as some of the other races, but it's a pretty good crop. Yeah, I mean, like I think I think it's it's just Durkin kind of going away. Um, and then I, I like I'm I'm here for the Frederick Anderson argument for sure. And then as far as Andre Vasilevsky goes, like I think that there's going to be. A contingent that is in on Andre Vasilevsky just because of what he's done over the last two years uh, in the in the playoffs, and he's 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 no slouch this year. Let me put it that way. Like save percentage is not anywhere close to Igor Shesterkin, but again, I, I think you kind of understand. There's a little bit uh, that's changed in Tampa in terms of how they defend and, and everything. So I I think it's Shesterkin going away, but that's just me. Uh, there you go. Uh, those are your one-timers. Also want to mention, uh, while Michigan fell to Denver University in semifinal number one of the NCAA Frozen Four, the other semifinal in Boston, TD Garden, uh, is about to get underway. It's Minnesota against uh, Minnesota State uh, Mankato in the other semifinal. So the Gophers uh, going up uh, against, I don't even know what that is. Uh, the other, uh, the other uh, team. I, I was thinking about it the other day. The Mavericks, I believe. The Mavericks. Uh, there you go. Uh, the Golfers against the Mavericks in semifinal number two. There is not a third place game in the NCAA uh, men's ice hockey. Thank goodness. Mm. Like the Olympics is one thing when you're playing for a medal, but can you imagine right. having to play for third place? Darren Elliott had to do that one time. When he played, they lost in the national semifinal, and he said it was one of the uh, the the worst games, 
or experiences because nobody wanted to be in that game uh, or be playing that game. Uh, those are your one-timers brought to you by Paul Powell. Paul Powell Law, more lawyer, less fee. Catching up with Chapman next. When the guy wouldn't stop talking, we had no choice but to give him his own segment. It's time for Catching Up with Chapman. Hello, Christopher. Hi, Darren. So opening day in Major League Baseball, I kind of think it's the one day where everybody who roots for a Major League Baseball team feels like they have a realistic shot at winning the World Series. Unless, of course, you root for the Pirates or the Baltimore Orioles. But uh, it's always fun. Major League Baseball's opening day. Uh, As a Mets fan, the Mets generally win on opening day and then lose a lot more games the rest of the season. So hoping that this season is a little bit different for my New York Mets, and they will actually be competitive and make the playoffs. World Series aspirations for the New York Mets. I'm not sure what the prognosis or the, uh, the, the the preview on the Blue Jays is, but I know they've got a lot of guys who can hit. I just don't know about their pitching. So uh, for all of Canada, I hope the Blue Jays have a wonderful season as well, and maybe the Mets and Blue Jays will end up playing in the World Series, which would be a lot of fun. I don't think we'd be allowed to hang out if that happened. Well, we don't hang out as it is anyway, so I, th- I don't think that's going to be a problem. Well, I'm just uh, I'm trying to get in front of that because it'd be awkward if I told you that we couldn't hang out after we started hanging out. <laughs> so uh, I'm trying to prevent any awkwardness by well, not hanging out with you at all. The, the, the good news is I, I rarely see you anymore, so we don't have to worry too much about that. But uh, we've got we've got a long summer ahead of us to where both of our teams could find ways to not make the World Series. So I think the odds are more in favor of the Blue Jays and Mets not meeting in the World Series, and they are in favor of them actually meeting in the World Series. Boy, you should uh, you should go work for a sports book with that kind of knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> That's really sharp stuff. Hey, hey, you know, I mean, what 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 could I say? That's pretty impressive. Yeah, that you that you came up. Any any, any other? Watch deep, out! Watch out, Jay Cordigan. <laughs> any other NFL? Drops that you want to lay on? Uh, yeah, the odds of the of of the Jets and the Cardinals meeting in the World Series <laughs> is probably not very likely. Generally, the teams I root for stink. So, uh, my 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 baseball team in Japan, they are off to a one and eleven start. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a long season though. Yeah, yeah, they still have about one hundred and forty five, yeah. hundred fifty games to go. But uh, yeah, one one and eleven, not the way you want to start. They're already nine games behind. Yomiuri, who are the, uh, the, the, Don't worry. the the team to beat. Yeah, just got to get hot. That's all. <laughs> yeah. like, well, they're they're hitting the ball well. Well, just right at people. There is a certain aspect of Hanshin. There is a curse associated with them. It's the curse of Colonel Sanders. We don't have time for me to get into it, but uh, long story short, Colonel Sanders is involved in the curse of this baseball. Well, team I in figured Japan. that if it's yeah. the cu- curse of Colonel Sanders, <laughs> I, I, I I would love to. I tell gather it, that but, that the colonel was involved. <laughs> In I, I, some we, we've got to give tickets away, and we're out oh, of time. So, uh, yeah, 702-876-1340, 1340 Two tickets to Saturday's game between the Vegas Golden Knights and the Arizona Coyotes. The bounce-back game. It's going to start another heater. And then we'll all forget about last night. That, that's the great part of it. You win Saturday, we just move on with all kinds of great thoughts. And who knows what's going to happen. Uh, the National Hockey League is going to be full of uh, some debuts after the Michigan Wolverines lost in the NCAA Frozen Four semifinal tonight. 
3-2 in overtime to Denver University. We'll see what happens with Brendan Brisson, uh, the Vegas Golden Knights first-rounder, who is part of that uh, Michigan club, sophomore. Does he return for his junior year, or does he turn pro? Uh, we'll find out uh, more tomorrow on the Vegas Golden Knights uh, Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Looking forward to it. Uh, we'll try and see if we can track down a Vegas Golden Knight player, Darren Elliott. Uh, Going to try and get him on the program as well. A long weekend for Ryan Wallace. Enjoy your time. We'll chat with you tomorrow on Fox Sports Las Vegas.